I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We talking about my quarterback. It's Dukes and Bell. We'll talk more about Ritter. Dez was great in the fourth quarter. Dukesism. When it matters most, uh, he stepped his game up, but so did the defense, Mike. It is a Falcon Monday. We will talk more about the uh, the game that happened yesterday uh, with you guys, 404-726-0929, and watch us on YouTube at 929 The Game. A reminder, uh, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store, guys. Get your Man Cave Store on. Go to mancavestore.com. Let's talk to Jason Longshore. Um, and, Jason, I know you've gotten a, a lot of this over the weekend, and you, it's almost like you're defending soccer um, and we know, you know, you had nothing to do with it, but people, you know, in the know, like yourself, people want answers. And so they go, Jason, what's going on? What happened? Where's Messi? Why is this guy not here? <laughs> what has been your answer over the last 48 hours? When you have a 36-year-old who has played 12 games in about 50 days since he joined Miami, and then at the end of that run, he flew to Los Angeles and back, flew to Buenos Aires, flew to La Paz, Bolivia, they flew back to Miami. Mm. He's probably pretty tired. And that's just honestly what it comes down to. The other thing about Miami's schedule is playoffs, even if he plays every 90 minutes and plays really well, playoffs could still be out of reach for them. What is in reach, though, is the U.S. Open Cup final. And that's not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. And I think Tata Martino has made it pretty clear when it comes to Miami, like, that's the next priority for them. If they can get into the playoffs and make a little run, that's a great bonus. But the road is really out of their hands to a degree in terms of all the teams they got to climb over to get to a postseason spot. They can lift another trophy. And if they win two trophies since he joins, that's a successful year for Inter-Miami. Mm. Yeah, I know that, uh, Jason, and maybe this is pie in the sky, and as we said, everyone's just kind of reaching for, you know, why this happened. We all knew there was, first off, look, they danced around the subject, maybe does, maybe doesn't play on field turf. You know, Tata kind of, I'll be honest, kind of gave you the okey-doke because on Thursday, Tata's like, no, I coach there. My, there's nothing wrong with the stuff in Mercedes-Benz, which kind of buoyed some people to say, you know what? Let me get my visa out. Let me pop that 500 bucks to go get those messy tickets. What about Don Garber's culpability? I mean, can you? is there anything that at this point you can say, look, guys, we'll fly him up. He walks around, get him on a plane, get him back home. Because this is the heart of American soccer right now, literally and figuratively. It has to be more than that, though. And that's the next step for American soccer. And look, I mean, this was the eighth largest crowd in Atlanta United regular season history. Not the biggest, the eighth biggest. We've seen these crowds before. A lot of people paid a lot of money for tickets when they thought he would be available for it. The turf thing... Tata Martino has had, obviously he played here, he managed here, but but he had his Mexico national teams play on the turf at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's not going to say anything bad about the turf because he doesn't have any problems with it. Lionel Messi himself said he doesn't have any problems with the turf. I don't think it had anything to do with the turf. I think it had to do with 12 games in 50 days, 
plus all that travel, plus the Open Cup final being the priority for them. Could you have had him show up and, and walk around? Sure. If, if you'd wanted to do that, would that have made people happy or would we just be griping about something else? I think we'd still be griping if that was the case if he didn't play. I know that uh, the styles make the fight, as we said a few times already this uh, this show, but I love the match. It had everything. And maybe because Tata's you know, a, a way of uh, approaching the match and attacking style, it just seemed like a, like a little kind of a heavyweight fight, Jason. Back and forth, great scoring opportunities, and, and everybody, all the newer faces get involved. I like teams that want to play. And, and look, Tata Martinez teams always wanted to play. They wanted the ball. Uh, he, he would do different things about how he would get it or different things about how he presses or – or traps or how high the aggression line is, those kinds of things. But his teams want to play. And obviously Gonzalo Pineda's teams want to play. So, you know, it's the same thing both ways. Like when you have teams that want to play, a lot of times you can get a really compelling game out of it because one team has to adjust. We saw this in the game in Fort Lauderdale between these two teams where that game Miami dominated the possession. Atlanta didn't adjust to that well enough. This game, Atlanta dominated the possession in the parts that it mattered, and Miami didn't adjust to that. Later in the game, Atlanta's able with the lead to sit a little off of the ball and hit on those breaks and be very dangerous in open field, but they had already taken control of the game with that flurry late in the first half. It was a wild game. I mean, when Miami gets the opening goal against the run of play, on an absolute golasso, maybe one of the best goals you will ever see live from Leo Campana, you, you get that kind of aching in the pit of your stomach, like, oh, man, it's going to be one of those games where you outplay them, but they get a goal like that, and they end up getting the win. The response was amazing. The three goals in eight minutes was just incredible performance, and the last one is what capped it off to me. Now, you got your designated players all to combine for a goal, in the second half when Saba Lobchenica came into the game. But that third goal in the first half where it starts with Luis Abram with a great ball from a center back position, splitting the lines, finding Shonde Silva. Silva then lays it off to Caleb Wiley, who was outstanding all day long. Caleb Wiley wanted to fight all of Miami, it seemed like. <laughs> it was great. I, I love the edge that this kid has in the team right now. He takes off, puts in the cross to Brooks Lennon, who – Brooks Lennon is playing at a MLS best 11 clip. I feel like I say this every couple of weeks with you guys. Brooks Lennon does not get enough love nationally and locally. He is that good. And he had a couple of opportunities that they tried to find him when he came inside. They got him this time, and he puts it home. And that goal with four guys combining who are not your designated players, that says what this team is turning into. It's can it be a problem for other teams in the Eastern Conference if they can play like this? How much confidence do you have, as we visit with Jason Longshore, that the team has taken the turn, the personnel is here, and we can do some damage in the playoffs? A lot of confidence, because I didn't think they were that far off to begin with. It was little things that were holding them back, and, and a lot of times it was just those defensive mistakes. Now, you gave up two goals here, but... It doesn't feel the same way, does it? Because one of them is just an amazing goal. It's amazing individual play from Campana. You got to tip your cap to that. And the second one's a penalty that is pretty harsh and, and honestly probably could have done with a little more of a review because I thought it came off of his arm that was tucked into his body and then deflected into the other arm, which you saw the exact same kind of sequence in Charlotte on the same night on Saturday night. 
and it wasn't called because of the deflection. I, I thought it was harsh on Luis Abram. You've got to continue to be better defensively, but yeah. when now I think you have to feel more confident about where this team is because when you get Saba Lobjanidze into the team on a regular basis, I, I think we've seen his quality in short bits, and he's still, I think, building that chemistry with the players around him. But when you get Saba, Thiago, Shande, Yorgos, that attacking quartet, that's dangerous. Tristan Muyamba and Mateo Sosetsu. I mean, Mateo Sosetsu was 5-5 five five on tackles on Saturday. He was doing everything all over the middle of the field just to, to set everybody else up. And this back line has been better with Miles Robinson and Luis Abram at center back. And then one of the biggest underrated moves of the window, and Gonzalo Pineda gave Carlos Bocanegra a ton of credit for what he did in the summer window. Completely agree. It's transformed what this team can be. One of the biggest underrated aspects of that was getting Wiley and Lennon back to fullback. You're better defensively, and they can still get forward and help the team in the attack, but those are two players who, when they play in that position consistently, they're very good 1v1 defenders. Jason, it's always good, man, to have you on. It was a big win this weekend. We look forward to talking about uh, what we do against D.C., on uh, coming up on Wednesday, it's going to be. Listen, guys, it, this team went from we're not sure to Jason's point to we got a shot to do something in the playoffs, and that's exciting. So, Jason Longshore, uh, we will talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.